You're listening to. You're listening to. The Homo Homie Podcast. Representing, educating, and unifying our queer comunidad. Also, a gig craft course 101 for the hetero. I'm your host, Eric V. And I'm your co host, Jose Resendez. A fun kickback podcast for all our Homo Homies and Raza. We invite you to download, stream, and share to, to find out what's, what's good in the hood. Hey, what up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Homo Homie Podcast. I'm your host, Eric B., also known as the Homo Homie, and please welcome my co-host, Jose Resendez. Yo, what up, what up? <laughs> oh, wow, lady girl, so deep. <laughs> really? Yes, that voice came out really deep, but in my earphones, it came out really deep, girl. Do I sound like a top? You sound like a total top. You had my earlobes vibrating. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just my maybe just my profile says top, but then I show up at your door and I'm like a full fledged bottom. <laughs> she goes, "Oop." <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. How was Las Vegas, by the way? I heard that you went. Not that I hear. I saw that you went. Oh my god. Uh, Vegas was Vegas, girl. You know what? I I went with some friends. My friends invited me. I needed to get away for the weekend. I needed to get out of my head because you know this pandemic has just been putting me in a small little funk. But um, it was okay. It was not the best. It was not the greatest. It was just okay. And because of the pandemic, it's like, what, 25% capacities at restaurants. Each restaurant or each place that we went to, they had like different rules on the mask. You would have to put your mask um, under your chin or you would have to put the mask. Uh, you could have the mask uh, hanging from one ear and then put it back on. It was just crazy. And we we're just tired of like trying to figure out all these different rules that each restaurant had, which I get because I work at a restaurant. So it's not it's not their fault. Everybody's trying to adapt. And then for drinking, we got drunk and fucked up. That was amazing. <laughs> and I also gambled and I lost two hundred dollars, which really sucked. I know that's why you didn't have fun because you lost that money, honey. Wait, did you just go gamble with some EDD money? No, girl. I kind of borrowed from my That's credit card. That's not taxpayer money. You <laughs> if you would have won, I would have wanted some commission off of that. <laughs> You're so dumb. No, it's not EDD money. I just got it off my credit card. <laughs> I borrowed, girl. <laughs> like a Mexican what? would. <laughs> not using a credit card during a pandemic. Oh, uh, well, you know, I just needed to get away a little bit. It's not a lot. It was just 200. Oh, my gosh. Did you hit the dick jackpot? Did you hook up? I I did. I did. When, when we went to one of the when we went to one of the clubs, but it just I don't know, you know, like and the and the whole time I was there, I was on grinder. I was on, on the apps, you know, the grinder and the scruff. So finding out where who could I hit, who could hit, you know, like whose room I can go to and or what can I do with who, you know? You know how we all do. <laughs> Wait, so what was the point of wearing the mask at the restaurants and all that if you were gonna like slob on some dick later? It's just being horny and wanting to get out and getting some because I've been seeing everybody getting some freaking OnlyFans. See what happens when you watch too much OnlyFans and Pornhub? Okay, so you hit the jackpot. You got you got drilled? And no, actually. I didn't get poked. I I just did oral. That was it. Just we made it out. We did oral and that was it. But one, I was too drunk. And two, I just wasn't feeling the whole experience. I really wasn't feeling it because of how everything was. What about it weren't you feeling? Was it his dick or was it the pandemic or was it your guilty conscience? It's everything, girl. It was just 
stress. Did it smell like shrimp? Was it cheesy? Like, what was it? <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. No, it did not smell like shrimp. But it was good. It was, he was hung and he was uncut. But again, I just wasn't feeling it. I wasn't in the mood. It was just something, it was the atmosphere and the feeling of this whole pandemic situation that it put me in. And yes, because I lost $200 <laughs> that it didn't feel like Vegas. If, if you understand what I'm saying. You know, like Vegas, you go, you're yeah. gambling, you're out with friends, you're drinking on the strip and you're having a good time, not caring about anything and just like, oh, fuck it. You know, fuck life. Just live it. YOLO, you know, but maybe it's because Britney Spears is no longer there. Like, I feel like that has to do something with it. <laughs> or JLo's not performing anymore. <laughs> yeah. No JLo, no Mariah, no Britney, no Celine Dion. There is so, like, nothing the happening. It's Vegas. like dry out there. Except your throat. That wasn't dry. <laughs> Shut up. Although, although I, I, I do admit there was one highlight. The fact that I saw snow going on the way up, up there. It was so pretty. So, so pretty. And to see snow in the desert and just like you can reach out and touch it and play with it. Like it's like hot on one side and you see all desert and then you see like patches of snow on the other side of the desert. It's kind of cute. It was really cute. I like I liked it. It felt yeah. nice. I um, you know how Valentine's Day is just around the corner. Mm-hmm. My I wish I would like to go to like a cabin in the woods and the mountains with snow yeah. and like watch movies and drink hot chocolate like. That would be like an ideal Valentine's Day weekend getaway for me. Um, oh my God, I'm getting like emotional. <laughs> Why? Uh, no, I was just thinking about that. I was like, damn, that hasn't happened to me. Shit. <laughs> I, I wish that it happened to me because no one's ever done it to me before. <laughs> but all- you know what? It's not about somebody doing it to you. You could do it to somebody else too. You don't have to be like waiting for Prince Charming. No, you're right. You're right. But for me personally, when I'm in relationships, I'm the one that does a lot. I, I'm a doer. I, I'll cook for you. You know, that's how I show my love. I, I think that's one of the four, lang- what, what, what is it? The four love languages <laughs> is affection, yeah. like to do somebody who does. You try to get to them through their stomachs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I'm trying to fill it in my stomach. You're so stupid. <laughs> uh, all right. So this episode is going to be all about those apps that we're talking about, whether you want to call them dating apps or hookup apps. And so I think it's very important for us to tackle this topic because we've been wanting to talk about it for such a long time. I think it's important, especially with Valentine's Day just around the corner. I know that in our community, uh, a lot of single gays, actually, you don't even have to be single to be on the apps, uh, True. open relationship couples, etc. You know, sometimes you get desperate. Sometimes you get lonely. Sometimes you settle for less. You know, you want like a quick nut, you know, or you're, you don't want to be alone that night or you want to have a date or something to like share with friends or on social media, the pressure of social media. Yeah. So I'm glad that we're going to talk about these apps because I want to know, are these apps helping us cope or are they doing more bad than good? Are they, is it causing more harm? Yeah. Are they causing more harm than good? So yeah. So let's just jump right on it and ride that pony. Okay. Hey, and let's Kiki and let's go into this conversation. You're listening to the homo homie podcast. I'm going to do a little ASMR for you guys. I'm going to open this up this sun kiss. Yes. You hear that? Let me drink some water. 
What if she swallows? <laughs> Girl. I'm trying don't to choke. Don't make me spit. <laughs> we, remember, remember we were trying to take those blowjob shots at uh, <gasps> the bar and you couldn't take it? Oh, don't embarrass me. That's a sad story. That's really sad. Well, at least you got some practice in, in Vegas. Because you know what? My jaw locked. So that was, you know, just a little mishap. So it wasn't my fault. I can unlock my jaw. Has, has your jaw has your jaw ever locked while getting a blowjob? No, oh, never, ever. That would hurt. Yeah. Ooh, imagine. Ooh, locked jaw during sucking <laughs> Dick? You know what you should get? Circumcision coming right up, sir. <laughs> you know what you should get that really works is... Uh, Don't tell me to actually, buy one of those those little mouth go- things that you bite down and you go, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> Is that what you're going to talk? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about all these 100 apps that you have installed on your phone. Because every time I look at your phone, you have like 100 of them. I don't have it's 100 like, of them. I kind of got rid of some. So I only have 50 of them. Uh, I brought it down to two. Well, okay, two and a half with a, a, a side app that's not even an app. It's like a website. Okay. So are these hookup apps good or bad? That's what we're going to talk about. Let's talk about hookups back in the day first. What it was like to hook up. Do you remember what it was like to hook up, Jose, back in the day? Like black and white in the eighties? No, <laughs> no. Like okay, um, remember our episode with our our last episode, the nightlife episode that Lazaro or Lola was talking about. Like, oh, you just go to the club, you meet some guy, you hook up, you take him home, and you fuck, and that was about it. That's how it usually was. You know, casual meet and greets at the clubs, or at the alleys, or wherever you found them, or in the restroom stalls. And you know, you didn't have to use an app; it was just right there for you. You know, and then eventually technology started coming around and then we had dial up. Remember dial up? (laughs) You remember the sound? This was so annoying. Oh, my God. You would have waited for for like five minutes trying to listen to this. I love it. All right, so my my screen name on AOL, like on the buddy list, was like Suavecito409, like my area code. What? Yeah, like my area code was 409 in Texas. But why Suavecito? So, no, it was more like Suavecito, like lowrider, like lowrider culture. Oh. Like La Brown Eyes, Suavecito, Mi Vida Loca, La El Mousy, Joker, like that. The El Joker. <laughs> well, my... Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed to even say this, but my screen name... <laughs> was sour skittles 83 <laughs> i still i still have it i still have the aol sour yes sour skittles 83 because i was a big fan of sour skittles back then mm-hmm. i love sour skittles i still I do. love sour skittles <laughs> um all right so then but there yes was the- so i would get on aol and you know in the middle of the night i would just uh look up on craigslist they would have these ads on Craigslist, and one of the ads was male for male. And sure enough, you would click on it, and there's all these guys' profiles with little tiny pictures, little tiny pictures that you would see. Oh, I thought you were going to say little tiny dick. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. They had little tiny pictures that you kind of could see it, and then you would click on the picture, and it'd blow up. And at this time, I was living with my parents. How old were you? I was 17. Oh, not a Nightline episode of you. Oh, my God, yes. I was 17. Did you need a mansion? 
Girl, that's how I was, I was still trying to figure out myself. Like, who was I? Like, you know, what kind of guys was I into? Were you a virgin? What, at what age did you lose your virginity? Uh, 19. Oh, she was a teenager. Did you ever meet one of these guys off the ads on Craigslist? Yes. <laughs> it was a group of friends of mine. We went to their house, got on the internet, met a guy on Craigslist who happened to be a fireman, a white guy. Came through, and sure enough, he was messing with all of us. I just ended up making out with him. I didn't really go down or get fucked by him, but we just made out with, you know, I just made out with the the firemen. The others, like two or three guys, did. Was that Eric and Alexis? No. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I met met those two way after that. But this was in oh, high school, okay. so these were like our high school days. I do, I do remember Craigslist. I know that something happened with Craigslist. I think they took down those bulletin boards where where people were hooking up because a lot of minors and a lot of sex trafficking happens through Craigslist. Uh, my favorite was like the the ads were like, "Did we see each other? Like, were you looking at me? Did I see you on the bus? Was that you wearing the red sweater looking at me? Remember those? Yes. It was called Mist or something like. I forgot what that was called. Uh, but let's not forget about the OG website, Adam for Adam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Remember, you would get that notification and then you would try to refresh it as soon as possible. But the stupid dial up would take so long. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I had Adam for Adam in college. I launched my MySpace page. Mm-hmm. No, I already had MySpace, I think, in high school. And then in college, I joined Facebook and I joined Adam for Adam. That was like 2005. I actually met um, my longest relationship. I'm not going to say names, but I met him on Adam for Adam. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, that's cute. How long was that relationship for? <sighs> it was, uh, it was <laughs> about, reminiscing. It was like three years or something. Oh, that's not bad. That's actually really good. That's a that's a good while, girl. Shoot, you held it down. Yeah. yeah. So now that we've had experienced, you know, like the dial up and then the the hooking up at clubs and stuff like that, like come two thousand six seven ish, these apps start coming out on the phones, and now we have a whole bunch of them. So we have like what Tinder, Bumble, Scruff, Grinder. Growler, Chispa, Jacked. <laughs> there's so many of them. There's like a lot. There's a lot to choose from. But I can't believe that you pay the premium price for every single one of those, Eric. I, no, I don't, girl. You know how we do. So these apps um, have advanced a lot because I know that they have a lot of GPS, location services. You can update like your statuses, like your, your, your medical, I don't know, your medical results, the color of your eyes, your social media. You can, you can connect to Twitter, Instagram, uh, upload multiple photos, change them every day. You know, they've advanced so much. And so I think that they've enabled people to really put themselves out there more, mm-hmm. even on a more personal level. I know a lot of guys are still DL and discreet and very private, but for the most part, I would say like 80% of these app users are pretty open about being on the app and showing their face like and full body and all that, you know? Yeah. Well, for the most part, some of these apps actually block out like certain things you can like, po- like certain pictures you can post up or upload uh, like on Grindr or Scruff. You can't really put any like underwear shots 
or anything with like a a dick pic, <laughs> you're kind of limited. Right, right, right. There's other ones though. What's that one that um that's hot right now? Sniffies. Yes, <laughs> I wasn't gonna bring it up, but I'm glad you did. <laughs> you, can, you can put you can put your entire asshole as your avatar. <laughs> literally, literally, your entire asshole, your fucking cum shots and everything. Yeah. Oh, you know who stepped up their game though? Uh, one of the apps you can connect Spotify to it, and um, my buddy works with Van Chess. They're like a girl group, and they have a song called "Come Over," and it's like, "Can we kick it?" Get it? Yeah. How does it go? Can sing we do girl, other things? I'm gonna, play, I'm gonna play a little clip. I'm gonna Wait, play a little clip. I can't even believe you, like you have that on your, your, the app because I don't have it, girl. Who's paying for what? Hmm. <laughs> well, let me show you what you're missing out on. Actually, I have it on Spotify, so let me play it for you. Mm. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Who's this artist? It's the jam. It's Van Jess. Van Jess. I'm gonna add her to my Spotify playlist because I have Spotify, so I love it. If you have, if you have Grinder, you should add it to your profile. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Like, I cannot believe you can add music to your Grinder now. So I was like, okay, but that's like if you have like the premium, if you're paying for it. So when we're using these apps, let's talk about the stereotypical guys that we find on these apps. Like, have you ever encountered the short one-worded guy? The one that says, sup, W-Y-D, what are you doing? ASL, age, sex, location. <laughs> yes, there's uh, the ones that ask for the Uber rides. Yes, oh my God. I had one guy ask me, so you want to hook up? Um, yeah, I think you're cute. I think you're handsome. I don't have a car right now. Can you Uber me <laughs> over there? I was like, oh, hell no. I'm not, you know, sugar daddy. What's up when they can't host and they can't drive? What's up with that? Like, what do you do then? That's like a red flag. You just got to watch out because then they're just going to really use you for what you have. Yeah. And then there's also the ones that do a lot of catfishing. Oh, yeah. Like I know There's that show on MTV, catfishing and about ghosting. Mm -hmm. So we got to be careful with that. And then there's also the ones that take screenshots of your profile, screenshots of your photos, your nudes. You know, that's very dangerous. They can leak those, post them on Tumblr, Tumblr After Dark. Remember Tumblr? Uh, and then there's also the guys who screenshot when someone else is using your photos. Yes. Oh, my God. I was just going to bring that up. That has actually happened to me. Somebody used your picture? Yeah. So I found out that there was one or two profiles using my photo from Instagram. Oh, shit. And um, somebody that I used to talk to on the app, we never hooked up, but we like ended up friending each other, like on Twitter or something. Mm -hmm. They they were like, "Oh, you never you never reply to me on on I forgot it was like Scruff or Growler." I'm like, "I don't have Scruff or Growler," and they're like, and they send me a screenshot. They're like, "Look, here's your profile," and I'm like, "What?" Oh it was crazy. my god! You know how many times I've done that to so many of my acquaintances and friends. Like, dude, they are using your um, pictures, and I just, I just flagged them for you just to let you know. Okay, I'm a good friend. <laughs> Flag <laughs> the profile. Them, yes, report, 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 report. <laughs> so, for anyone that's listening out there, if you see my photos from Instagram on these apps, chances are they're not mine. So please let me know. I don't know. Or maybe if you're trying to hit up Eric and he's not he's not answering, 
You never know. It might be a fake Eric. No, I, you know what's funny that you say that? Because no one's used my photo. <laughs> I think that's why I'm so hard on myself. Like, no one's used my photo. I am not there yet. <laughs> I am not that famous that somebody wants to use my fo- photo. Or I'm not that cute that somebody wants to use my photo. I don't think it has anything to do with me being famous or cute. Like, you know, I just think that, you know, sometimes you're at the wrong place at the wrong time and people just pick, pick on somebody. And what happens is that, you know, you're very accessible through social media. So they're able to collect multiple photos of you. So when they say, Oh, prove that you're the Jose Resendez, they're like, here you go. And they send like all these photos that they can get off my Instagram. Exactly. Yeah. But my Instagram so is just as open as yours and nobody used nobody has used my photos. I feel so sad right now. Oh my god. That's uh Don't try to be the victim. Whatever, whatever. Okay, so then so okay. So then you also have these guys that play like the masculine masculine feminine um role and sometimes they look like they're mean or masculine but then they're actually not. They're more flamboyant. Yeah. I don't have a problem with masculinity and being feminine. Uh, I just think that it's sad when you lie about it. Yeah. You know, don't, 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 don't try to like mask it up just to get some dick. But I, I, it sucks for me to say that because I'm pretty sure I've done that before. Um, And I feel like we all kind of do that sometimes, you know, we, we said in a previous episode, like when we go home for Thanksgiving, we kind of mask it up around our theos, you know? So it's kind of like the same energy. Um, so don't get, don't get, don't take it. I mean, you've done it to guys, so don't be that mad when they do it to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or there's some guys, you know, so I put on my profile, like if I'm, if I don't hit you back, you know, it just shows that I'm just not interested. And there's guys that are really adamant on there that will be like, Hey, what's up? What's up? Like, what are you doing? Where are you from? You're nearby. Come through. I want, I want to, I want to suck you off. I want to kiss you. You're, 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 you're this, you're that. And I'm just not into the guy. He's not my type. He's so why can't you? So why can't you just help that guy out and be like, "Hi, not interested. Thank you." Like help him. Like he's obviously trying to get a nut. He's obviously obsessed with you. Uh huh. Help him out by letting him know that you're not interested, or block him. Blocking him is so easy. But I already put it on my that's profile. Not, that's not cool. You're one of those bitches. Then you're one of those people that. Oh are hell like, no. No. You're one of those people that's like no response means not interested. Exactly. Why am I gonna okay. leave? Why am I gonna respond and let that them let them continue like leading them on when I'm really not that interested in them in the first place? Not, if, you, if you say, "Hey, bro, I'm not interested," trust and believe they're gonna stop. And then I'm gonna hear a whole bunch of other comments like I've always heard before, and it's just not worth it. So when I would I'd rather them. I'd rather just leave it. And if I block them, I even get then I get paranoid too. Like if what happens if I'm out and about and I meet them? Oh, you're that guy that blocked me on Grinder. Uh, you think I you're you all famous. you think you're all I that you no no I, i'm just saying in general what if that happened to me you know like oh i was hitting you up on grinder and you didn't respond back like that's rude and and what and? do you want and what do you want when did what do you want me to do what do you want me to do like what do i do, what do, I do? <laughs> i'm not interested in you that's like uh, did you not get the point if i didn't hit you back then i'm not interested move on okay but it sounds like you have a strong stance on that so why not provide that same energy if they were to ever you know bump heads with you at the club like you mm-hmm. said well if i was to bump heads with them then i would for sure tell them into their face i'm just not i'm sorry i'm not interested in you i was not interested in you listen when people used to hit me up all the time i would do i felt like i was doing them a favor by saying 
hi, thank you for your compliments or whatever. Just, you know, not interested or like, no, thanks. They'll be like, yo, can I suck your dick? No, thanks. You but know, why not? And, and, wait, wait. Then, we, then they would continue to be, but, but why not? How come? Why aren't you interested, interested in me? Right. And if that bothers me, then I block them. Okay. But that's, and I do that's not feel guilty. You. That's I do you. not feel guilty because I already told them. Yeah. Well, that's you. For me, it's a whole different story. I just ignore them and I don't have to respond to them and I don't have to leave them on with the conversation. Why get involved with the conversation? I don't ignore them because... There's been times where you find an, a profile that you are kind of like low-key obsessed with and you're like, oh, please reply, please reply. And you hit them up one or two times, maybe three times, you know, and you are on the other side of the coin and you can come across desperate and you just want to know like, Jesus, like if you don't, if I'm, if you're not, if I'm not your type, just let me know. So that's why I do that to guys. Like if I'm not interested. Oh, there she go. <laughs> there she goes. <laughs> that is called iMessage. Okay. okay. No, for me, no. I I just hit up a guy once or twice and I leave it at that if they don't respond. So that means they're not interested in me. That means they, you know, that I, I'm not their type. So next, it's all good. That's all that's also uh, that's also not a good assumption because maybe they just missed your message. Maybe you caught them when they weren't looking at the app. Maybe they are too hot and they're getting a ton of messages. So it's not that they're not into you. So stop assuming that. No, I can't assume that because when their green light is on on the ding, the app and I can see that they're active, they've sure enough seen my profile. And then when I, when I see that they see my profile, that's how I already know. It's like, okay, they read it. So they already know what's up. So I'm not their type. Moving on. So they, so you can't say, you can't say that, oh, they missed my, they missed my message or this and this when I know that they're on that damn app and the green light's on and what I just said. So I'm not going to repeat myself. Wow. Yeah. You, you listen, listen to my last piece of advice. <laughs> and so we can move on from this. Okay. <laughs> These apps are built off technology and they are pretty smart. Mm-hmm. Make these apps work for you, not the other way around. So if whatever app you're on, I'm not just talking about Grinder. If there is a block button, use it. That's why the block button exists. If there's a mute button, if there's an inactive, take my little green light off button, if there's a read receipts button, like use all these options and tools to your advantage. Okay. Make sure that you're having fun on these apps. Make sure that, that they are not wasting your time and make sure that, you know, you are controlling the situation because that's how they're feeling. They feel like they're controlling the situation. Whoever's on the other side of the screen. Okay. I'm going to take that advice and I'm going to apply it for the next week. And let me see what the outcome is. Okay. And we will give you guys an update on the next episode on that. (laughs) (laughs) The other real quick, the other type of guys that I've always seen on there are the ones that want to party and play PNP. Oh yeah. They just want to like get high. I think there's a lot of people that say like, can I blow clouds on your dick? And I'm like, what? <laughs> Is that a downtown LA thing? That's what I used to think it was. Downtown LA. Uh, and then well, I had to Google it. Yeah, well, we remember Dr. Carlton was telling us that they're usually meth heads or uh, what is it, crystal? Yeah, crystal meth. And um, they usually use that. And those are the people that you actually have to look out for because they use the pookie and then you never know how sketchy they're going to be at your place. And girl, they can go... Five finger discount shopping at your home. Well, yeah. I mean, I think we should do an episode about drugs and the addiction and like all the side effects. 
because I don't want to pass judgment, but you know, there's a lot of uh, truth to what you just said. Yeah. Um, there's also the guys that lie about their size, you know, whether they are bigger or slimmer, uh, uh, and they also lie about their penis size, right? They yeah. add like an inch or two, you know, um, and then you also have people that are fat shamers or even like chub- chubby chasers. Yeah. You know, I think chubby chasers, it's cute because they are into a certain type and maybe you fit that category, but then it's not cute when they are using hurtful words towards fat people, you know, and by fat people, I mean me. Oh, <laughs> shut up. You're not fat. <laughs> you're voluptuous. That's right. Yes. You're curvaceous and voluptuous. And what is the last uh, type of person that we have listed here? Uh, you have the racists out there. And that's, that's, that's a problem as well. People who like say like, oh, I don't prefer this type of race over this race. You know, I, yeah. I only want to see a lot of like, um, no Asians. I see that a lot. No yeah. Asians. Um, well, yeah, it's because they're stereotyped. That's why. Also last year in 2020, right after black lives matter, a lot of companies and brands were putting out statements on how they were contributing to the black lives matter movement. Mm-hmm. And I believe it was Grinder, if I'm not mistaken, that removed the option of searching by ethnicity. So you can no longer search by like race or ethnicity group. Um, and you were able to search for like Asians in your neighborhood or white guys or black guys or Latino, and they removed the option. So now race and ethnicity shouldn't be a preference. You can still search by height and weight and like position tops, bottoms and all that. Mm-hmm. You can even search by like safe sex or like, you know, distance or location or whatever, but you can't search by race or ethnicity. But why, why that? not have that preference? Like what, what's the hinder to that? I I don't, so that's racist. My, okay. You know what? This might be problematic on my end for saying it, but I don't think, I don't think it's racist. If you have a certain type, if you're looking for a certain type, I mean, granted I've been with Asian men. I've been with black men. I've been with middle Eastern men. I've been with all types of men, you know, so many men, so little time, but, uh, I do prefer my Latin men because it's my culture. They understand it and, you know, they can talk to my family and they, 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 they know what's up at the end of the day. And I can relate to that person. That's just my personal preference, but I could see how some people can get offended by it, but I don't know I th- I think that's, I think that's reading into it too much. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think that I, I see where you're coming from because when it comes to different types of guys, um, I do have like a type, mm-hmm. you know, uh, or a preference That's the word that we're using right now. But when it comes to race and ethnicity, we shouldn't um, X out any group of people simply because you had one bad experience or because you are using a stereotype. Yeah. For example, let's just, let's just be fully transparent. Okay. Like, let's say you want a big dick. So you, you automatically search for black guys or like, let's say you want a twink. So you automatically search for Asian guys yep. or like, let's yep. say you want a, a suavecito Latin papi, you know, or, you know, you want that, you know, macho vibe. You automatically search for Latino guys. Let's say you want, you know, a blonde hair, blue eyes, you know, Abercrombie and Fitch guy, you can search for white guys, you know? So you kind of like, 
you kind of like feed into these racial stereotypes when you use those ethnicity filters. And I think that that's what's the issue with having those categories up on these profiles. Because by you not including certain races and ethnicities, you are not being fair to everybody. But does it still remove that stigma? No, it doesn't remove the stigma, but the app is not there to remove stigma. The app is not going to cure it. It's not going to cure the issue. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't want to add to the fire. It doesn't want to add to the fire. That's what it's doing. Yeah. You know, you're, you're right in a way, in a sense. And it works for the app itself. So it just kind of keeps it uh, somewhat, somewhat of a judgmental free zone in, in that aspect. Right. They can't control everybody. And, you know, there's still going to be people that are super judgy and they're racist and they're going to discriminate against somebody who is too short, someone who's too fat, someone who's too dark, someone who's too white. They're going to still discriminate through photos and through through st- st- stats, you know, those stats that you provide. But this is just one way less yeah. for you to discriminate. And speaking about discrimination, I mean, there's also... Uh stories where people will target certain ethnicities out of hate like straight people will use this this app because the straight people have started to um hone in on what grinder is and the apps that we use to catfish these gay guys and then beat them up like did you hear about that story that came out uh of the boy from louisiana he was 18 um he met some guy on grinder uh who was 19 and i guess the guy was way bigger than him taller stronger you know all that and he was short, skinny, twinky. And he ended up, you know, after two months of talking, they ended up meeting. And the guy told him not to meet at his house, but to meet at his dad's house so that they can play games. And when the 18-year-old came to meet up with him and open the door, as soon as he walked in, he was greeted with a big old cord around his neck, blew out his blood vessels to his face, um, he then remembers supposedly getting, uh, trauma to the head with the hammer and then waking up in a bathtub where the guy was like slitting his wrists, almost like cutting his hands off, like his wrists off. And surprisingly he survived. He literally survived the whole thing. And that's another thing that kind of scares me about these apps is like, you don't know what you're going to get yourself into when you're hooking up with somebody. Oh, I thought you were talking about when you went to Louisiana and you were into those fetishes. I hate you right now. (laughs) (laughs) I people like all that choking. BDSM girl, but not like literally. (laughs) So this person survived. Yeah, they totally survived. Surprisingly, you know, he still has some movement in his wrist. But um, other than that, he he told his his story and they didn't even charge the guy because they said it was a, a lover's quarrel what yeah um these apps are also very against uh trans people Mm -hmm. and i have noticed that more trans people are on these apps i don't know if you've noticed that and i I wish we had somebody that was trans that could join us uh, for this episode to to chat a little, little bit about that but i have noticed a lot more trans folks on these apps which is great like i think that they they're more than welcomed yeah uh, i'm just curious as to why the uptick in that i don't know i've noticed guys that are into you know looking for uh transgender women transgender men and, and they'll say it looking for trans men trans women only so i was like all right yeah. you know it's it's starting to be more inclusive so they get rid of you know the ethnicity and now it's more inclusive with the the trans community and for the people that are listening, if you're a trans, do you think that there should be a separate app 
for trans people. I mean, maybe there is an app that I don't know about Mm -hmm. that is catered to the trans community where, you know, they could do dating and hookups for trans people that are either trans or they're into trans. Um, And I'm not saying like get out of these gay apps. I'm just saying like, would that be better? Would that be easier? Would that be less, you know, would that be less um, stressful for you to think about instead of being on these other apps that are generally that are generally for the gay for for gay men, you know? Right, right, right. So, like, if if there was more of a transgender app that would service just like Grinder, then I mean, would it be less of a stress for you to to think about? Right. Well, if you're listening, head us up. Want to know? And last but not least, um, I do want to talk a little bit about safe sex and being careful especially with your hygiene and STIs and everything going on with COVID and HIV as well. Uh, I am glad that these apps allow us to disclose that information. I know that a lot of times that that's private information. So you might, you might want to keep it private. Uh, But regardless of the app that you're in or whether you're sharing that or not, just make sure that you are feeling comfortable and you're feeling safe. And you're so practicing, have those conversations. And you're practicing safe sex as well, you know, using condoms and whatnot. And also taking prep and taking your medications. I mean, we actually put out uh, on our Instagram stories, you know, like, tell us your worst or best story involving Grinder <laughs> or these apps. And somebody had mentioned hygiene, you know, like, make sure that you clean yourself out before your hookup. Or uh, if, if you're a top, uh, you still have to, you know... Um, get yourself uh, cleaned up and make sure you don't smell down there just because you're a top it doesn't exclude you from also prepping and getting ready for your you know your hookup so how should tops get ready eric pull the skin back wash it with a little soap and then put it back up again there. <laughs> girl i want to suck on something clean i don't want to suck on cheese that's disgusting <laughs> so a whole bunch of people like messaged us about about you know <laughs> I'm reading the I'm reading the messages. So somebody said, I got my own nudes sent to me. They were trying to catfish me with my own photos. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> we just talked about that. <laughs> That's funny. Getting yeah. catfished by your own photos. Somebody said, please shower. Please shower before your hookups. Yes. Somebody said, gonorrhea. <laughs> you know, that's been going around a lot. That's the, it's like the super spreader because people have been taking something involving the COVID situation. Um, is it the, the prophylax or the whatever it was, the hydroxychloroquine? People were taking way too much of that. And it's like it caused an immunity to the gonorrhea. So now it became like a super spreader. Really? Yeah. Which was kind of scary. Like, ugh. yeah, that is kind of scary. Be careful, y'all. What about HIV pause? Yeah, I mean, that's great. Well, because considering that, you know, my status, I, I have it on there and I'm open about it. So that kind of gives me um a little bit of more clarity and just like, OK, weeds out having to deal with telling that person later on. Rather, you know, than than um than disclosing. Do you feel discriminated on these apps when you disclose that you're HIV positive? Do you feel like you get less hits? Do you feel like people yes. once they find out they block you or they they ghost you? Yes. Yep. Everything you just said. Yes. 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 And not only and that, that, I've had I've had an encounter where it really hurts my feelings when sometimes. Actually, this is like the second time, but like when sometimes somebody will say like, oh, you should be thankful that I'm actually hitting you up because you're positive and I'm not I'm not um, I'm not looking at you because of that or 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 judging you because of that. When they are, you know, telling me, you know, that I should be thankful, like, 
oh, so just because I'm positive, I should lower my standards and just take anything that comes my way. So you as an HIV positive individual, you do not lower your standards and you do not just take anything. I don't. Yeah, no, I don't. Even though it may be harder for you to find a match because the majority of people seem to be avoiding someone who is HIV positive, especially if they themselves are HIV negative. Yeah. I mean, with the advancement of medication, taking, you know, my, my, my meds, and then if they take PrEP, we could be safe. We've had episodes about this. So how does it make you feel after talking about all these stories? Like, how does it make you feel about hooking up? Is it something that you are really into lately or not really? Was the Vegas situation just because you were on a trip and then now you're back to reality and you don't use them that real, that much, really? The way I feel about these apps is if it happens, it happens. But I will only do it being cautious. And what I mean is, like, when I use the app, I'd, I'd rather, you know, say, hey, you know what? Yeah, let's meet up. Let's hook up. But I want to I want to get to know you first. Let's meet uh, at a coffee shop or Starbucks or McDonald's so I can get to know the person somewhere in public. Don't judge me. In and out. How about that? Tommy's. How about that? (laughs) I just want to meet them beforehand so I get a sense of who they are. So I don't get like lured in like that last story I told you about with the guy getting, you know, beat over the head with a hammer. But yeah. I mean, I'm cool with it as long as long as I put myself in a in a safe situation and I know what to do. Not in and out before getting it in in and out. I hate you right <laughs> now. I hate <laughs> you. Animal style. But you know what? There there's a there's good stories that come out of these apps too. There's people that you know that become couples and from one night stands and they've been together for a while and many years now and some even get married surprisingly. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I think I think the majority of my relationships that have lasted a while, like three years, a year, half a year, months, have actually, I've met them through these apps. Mm-hmm. It wasn't through Facebook. It wasn't through Instagram. It wasn't through, like, MySpace. Because on those apps, I feel like I am, a, you know, I try to be a professional sometimes with my career. I try to be a content creator through social media. I try to be a podcaster and, like, you know, have a certain image or whatever. So I don't really like talk sex or hookups in my DMs. I just don't. Yeah. You know, unless I'm really into you, which like, that's like a unicorn, right? Where it's like, (laughs) oh, I like you. You like me too. Okay, cool. Let's like chit chat. Or maybe let's take this offline and let's pick up the phone and call each other. Right. Right. And so that's one thing I'm cautious about. I don't actually put my, I don't have any triple X pictures because one, because I have my nieces and nephews. And because I also have the podcast and I also work with, you know, families at a restaurant. So I kind of keep my profile very limited like that. And I don't put my business out there because I had it one time where I sent a picture and somebody put me on blast and that was not cute. So from that time, I that was the first and last time I ever sent anybody any nudes and I will never do it. I will never do it. They posted your busted challenge on the shade room? <laughs> yes. They, they posted, they, they just posted me, honey, but it was, oh my God. No, it's not wow. cute. It sucks though when somebody does that to you. You're kind of like scarred for life after that shit. So I don't know. I, I was, I was like, uh-uh. 
And then for it to come back later on and bite you in the ass? No, I don't think so. Literally? Yeah, literally. <laughs> so I'd rather save me right. that time and effort. So don't let our conversation discourage you in continuing to pre-scan for that potential suitor. <laughs> you know, just be careful about it. That's what we're trying to tell you. Be careful. Yes. And, you know, the apps are good, too, because maybe you have all this, you know, stress, anxiety built up in you and you just want to release. You just want to get your nut. <laughs> That's super understandable. Relax, get to it when you wanna just do it. Relax, get to it when you wanna come. All right, so we'll be right back. When we come back, we want to chat about Valentine's Day that's coming around the corner, and we also want to tease some dick that's coming soon to the Homo Homie Podcast. All right, guys, and we are back and let's get on to Valentine's. So since we're talking about these apps and feeling lonely like myself, <laughs> what do you have any plans for Valentine's Day? I currently do not have any plans. What? You don't have yeah, any any potential suitors? <laughs> Why do you call them suitors? That's such an old school word. I swear you're the only person that uses that word. Why not? I don't, I've never heard that word. Probably because like I'm that. an oldie but goodie girl. I'm just old school like that. I like people to open. My, I like I like people to open my door when I'm walking to the car, or open the door when I'm walking into the house or the restaurant or somewhere. Well, those are those are called manners. That's called being a gentleman. What does that have to do hey, with hey, hey, I like a little chivalry in my life. Yeah, you can't even spell chivalry. <laughs> <laughs> but what does that have to do with the word suitors? Well, what's wrong with the word suitors? I was asking about the word suitors. Like, no, but like, what but, does that really mean? But a suitor, like a potential, like somebody who suits you, who like, <laughs> who compliments you. Okay, Webster Dictionary. A potential spouse, a potential husband, a pre-scan. Um, I mean, a suitor is a suitor. Somebody who, like, like I just said, like who compliments you and who's like a potential partner. I used to uh, religiously watch all of Love B. Scott's YouTubes. Mm-hmm. Remember B. Scott? He was uh, yeah. he was a YouTuber before he had the, the blog. And he used to call them FBD, which stood for Future Baby Daddy. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's kind of yeah. cute. And he used to always drop it in the middle of a sentence. He'd be like, you know, he was an FBD. And I was like, yes, I know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I miss Love B. Scott's um, YouTube videos. I love her. So Valentine's Day is coming around. People are going to be stressed out about being single or being alone that night. You know what I think it is, though, too? I feel like Valentine's Day has become one of those holidays that is all about the social media flex. So it's all about getting the biggest teddy bear, getting the the chocolates, the roses, the, the hearts and the cards and all that just so you can show it off on social media. And if you're a baby, if you're a hubby or you're a girlfriend or your boyfriend or whatever, doesn't provide you like some stun- some stunning gift for you to share. It's like, you know, there's a slight chance of somebody getting upset there. And that's what I don't like because it shouldn't be about the gifts. It exactly. should actually be about the love. Yeah, exactly. And some people just already starting to get it twisted, like you said, because they take it there to that next level. And with that, don't let social media put so much high expectations on your partner because you're just going to end up stressing them out at the end of the day. You know what I mean? And like, you you don't want to be that person. Yeah. So homo homies, the next week's episode that's coming out soon. I think we tease it on social media. Um, 
it is going to be all about dick because yeah. that has been a topic that has been requested and especially after we did our episode about butts which has been one of the most popular episodes to date so our next episode is all about the penis and we found a doctor that will unveil later mm-hmm. and so that's coming soon for valentine's day week yes we're going to be talking about all about the d so get ready hey <laughs> all right guys well thank you so much for joining us in our conversation i know this was a pretty long rant but you know we hope that you enjoy your valentine's day and that you share it with somebody that you love or yourself hey there's nothing wrong with self-love it's always good to have that you know intimate time to get to know your body but if you're going to be using these apps and hooking up as well left and right make sure that you always use protection and you are always aware and that you always send the address to your best friend just in case no one hears from you the next day. <laughs> Can you imagine people sending us their addresses through DM? Like, hey, homo homies, <laughs> just FYI, this is where I'm going. <laughs> and me, me and you are up all night, like, tracking all the listeners. <laughs> imagine. It's like a network. It's like, okay. You become a hotline. <laughs> hello? Hello? <laughs> 911. <laughs> What's your emergency? Oh, gosh. But yeah, guys. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, don't forget to go check out our Instagram, um, our Facebook, our what else is there? Uh, TikTok. Um, also, go check out our website, thehomahomiepodcast.com. We have so much to offer there. And uh, Jose, anything else you want to say? Actually, yes. I challenge everybody to share this episode with that person in your circle that's obsessed with the apps. You know when you're always near them, their phones are always going off. Oh, yes, wait, you wait. can hear like all the apps going off. Mm-hmm. That one. What about the other ones? Oh, that's that Adam for Adam. <laughs> that's Tinder. Oh, oh Tinder. Yeah, yes. and Bumble. So share it with those people that are obsessed with those apps that you always hear going off on their phones or in their Zoom meetings during work. Um, and I'm pretty sure they'll really enjoy this episode. And like Eric said, go to the homohomiepodcast.com where you can also donate to our cause. And you can also check us out on all streaming platforms and all social media platforms. All right, guys. And remember to always be good or be good at it, but be safe. Love you. Goodbye. Bye.